As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, the midweek howl is recording. There you go. So, so, um, what'd you do this weekend? Anything good? I had, you know, normally I don't have anything to do, and I had three things to do. I Friday night went to high school football game as always. Uh, watched my daughter march. Got her home at about ten fifteen. Had to get her up at five thirty to take her up at school to six, so she could go to another band competition this weekend. So I had a band competition going. I had my son's last football, eighth grade football game on Saturday. And then after that, I had, I went, I helped a buddy of mine move. You know, it's kind of like this. Uh, my circle of people that I interact with in person, right? And that yeah. was IRL, in real life, you know, <laughs> weirdos call it, okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's the acronym? That the, in uh, real life, use? yeah, and that, okay. that's what the IRL, yeah. All right, all right. You I thought that was, them, wasn't that like the international hot rodded, like I isn't the IRL been, like the dragsters or something? IRL is your internet something, isn't it? Address? No, that's the URL, right? Anyway, you're anyway. thinking the urinal that you'll pee in. But anyway, <laughs> I uh, I could I I can put my my space of. I don't want to say friends, but my my close associates, probably in a suburban, at least a short bus was all it'd take. That the people that that know, you know what I mean, that have what I'm gonna call access. That's the word in the in the in the isn't that the word to use in the in the entertainment world? Access who you have access to. Yeah, yeah, who you have okay. access to. <laughs> so this guy texted me Friday evening and said, "Hey." uh, what are you doing tomorrow? Or will you do, you know, something, I just need you to help me for a few minutes. And I said, okay. I said, I've got a football game. I've got a band concert. I got a full fry. So basically I told him, Hey, I want to be at this football game from here to here. And then I'm going to, um, I got some stuff to do or we can do it Sunday anytime. Now, he's a church guy. So I know he's going to go to church in the morning, but what, what, that's cool. So, What's he pick? Well, your football game's over at one thirty, so just meet me at one thirty at Lowe's. So I thought that's kind of weird, and I, and, and, and the cramper my day got because I had my cousin had a fiftieth birthday party that I had to go to. That's that's literally 
65 miles from my house. And you said it was the 80th old, birthday party? 50th. Five-year-old. Oh, okay. Uh, and my old boss, who I went to high school with, who I love dearly, was having a 30th wedding anniversary party. Oh, boy. And I was in his, and I was in his wedding 30 years ago. So stacking was, up. It's stacking up. Yeah, so you... normally I went from death. So I got all this stuff. So I was trying to weasel out of what ended up being moving a big-ass vanity and a medium-sized, well, let's just call it small gun safe into this house so oh boy well it's not just in this house it's upstairs in this house uh, not quite finished million dollar home just one of the few homes and i've been in some fancy homes right yeah and and most of them i think are not my cup of tea let's just put it that way you know what i'm saying yeah it's just, a little overdone just, little yeah yeah waste. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the very first one that I walked into in a long time that I said I could live in this MFR. Okay. Probably because he had a garage and you couldn't tell it was, but he had a garage that was, he had a, he had a, and, and this is in a very affluent subdivision with a shitload of codes, but it was designed. He's got three garage doors out the front, one out the ed, end of the house. So he's got a garage bay, an overhead door. It's it's four, a, a 12, 14 foot door. Okay. So you can put whatever you want in it. You know, he, I said, Do you even own a camper? He said, No, but if I want to put something in here, I want to put something in it. He's got a big long bay that's 50 by 12 or 16. It's hard for me to describe. And that's huge. That's, huh? that's huge. His garage was about the size of half of his house, and it didn't look like a shower. I mean, it's on a golf course. And the rest of it was kind of retro and kind of uh, uh, all squares and angles and, and everything matched and kind of weird, obsessive compulsive type stuff, you know, like Frank Lloyd Wright meets, you know, Ritalin or something. But uh, <laughs> so I had to rush up there, meet him, ride with him over his new house, help him move this big ass vanity upstairs. Of course, he's got this little rinkety gun safe, and we get upstairs, and there's this giant gun safe. And I said, how did you get that one in here? Because I knew he had a big one. And he said, well, the windows were out. And the day they were setting my windows, uh, they had a big telehandler. You know what a big telehandler is? It's like a big uh, it's a big machine forklift thing. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. He Something that's going to lift, the that they lift the stuff up that you can grab off of. Yes, two or three stories, yeah. So anyway, he said, they set it in here with a telehandler. And I said, why didn't you go back and get this one? He said, well, I just didn't think about it. So then I had to rush away from that one, drive up to my, in my so my, my, my boss's party is probably 75 miles from my house. Right? So I had, mm -hmm. I had to get my son in the truck. He's wanting to go to the cousins because he's got cousins and upon cousins upon cousins, right? That's what he's got going on. He's wanting yeah, you don't, you don't care about your ball, your ex ball. Yeah, he's. I said, hey, I want to go to Troy's. Why? So then I got, you know, I, he's got a. Well, my in-laws took him home from the football game. They fed him and took him home while I ran and did the gun safe movement. So when I got here, he was, he had went to to Applebee's with Grandma and Grandpa. So when I got home and said, "Are you ready to go?" He was. Post Applebee's sleeping. Post football Applebee's sleeping. <laughs> so I said, dude, are we going to go party or not? 
He's got to get up, and you know he's got to get just the right pair of shoes, and you know he's just got to get the right look, right? So that takes hour, and so then I just got to drive like a son. Oh, so I get in my my F one fifty Super Crew EcoBoost thing, and before I get two miles from the house, before I get up here to the main highway, it's about to quit on me. Check the engine lights on. I mean, it's got. I mean, if we was in a helicopter, we would have freaking died. Okay. Oh, geez. Okay, so this I is this is sounded. I mean, this is sounded like a so real like. I turn around and drive back home. My boy Charlie's like the whole time. He's like, I told you you should bought a Chevy. <laughs> this EcoBoost is junk, Jonathan. That's my brother. Jonathan told you these things are junk. So, <laughs> so you got I'm a thirteen-year-old telling you what car to buy. You can't. Fourteen, you gave him. He's he's never uh-huh. bought anything in his whole life, and he's telling you what. Yes, okay. exactly. So, <laughs> so he's just like a level ten Forza driver or something. But other than that, nothing. So I got to get you know. Of course, me, I get my Chinese Amazon scanner out. I scan it. It says it's got a couple beat codes in there. Heard I reset them, but they don't go away. So I said, okay, we got to go. You know, faithful, my farm truck, Chevrolet Silverado, 2002 vintage, you know, big, big block gas truck. So, got to get in this truck. So, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a few things I think I need out of the silver, or out of the F-150, putting in my Silverado. We take off, and I get two-thirds to my, my buddy's party, and I realized I'd left my sweatshirt in the Ford. <laughs> So my son's like, you don't need it, as he's, you know, as he's got layers upon layers of shit. You don't need it. <laughs> so I go down to my buddy's house and farm, and I've been there a million times, but, but, <clears throat> just a very nice property, and and there's dudes, a lot, of, several dudes that I, you know, half a dozen guys I went to high school with, played football with, were in this guy's wedding, you know, and I could have stayed there all night with them, but I told promised my son we'll stay an hour. And then we'll go to the cousins, right? So, true to my word, an hour or so into it, where I was finally getting loosened up, you know, I almost told him about the podcast. I you did. You I did. Almost did. You did. You know, it it takes a certain <clears throat> kind of 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 person, right, uh, to tell that to, because the people I grew up with and hung out with in high school. They can't process it. Some of them don't know what a podcast is. And the other which, one, which is kind of amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, not just the fact that we do it, but the fact that there's so many. What I hear the other day is like 2.4 million podcasts out there. Like, how do you not even know what a podcast is? Well, there isn't that. There you go. So, uh, will you leave uh, my buddies? place and you know i gotta stop and get gas and i finally get over of course didn't by this time my daughter's coming back from my from the band competition my wife had went up to pick her up and then she's wanting to go to cousins so i gotta meet them because my wife doesn't want to necessarily go to the cousins and uh so wheel in there pick up my daughter put her in the back seat i got son and daughter in the truck, and drive with my cousin and it is a completely different so my 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 Old boss and high school classmate, gigantic 
150-year-old farm. The barns have been redone. He put, I think, he redid the driveway so it looks original like he did up into the 50s before the state highway went through. You know, I think the box culvert was 75,000 bucks in the driveway, right? He's got a food, he's got, oh, he's got a band playing. He's got a stage set up. He's got a food truck there, a barbecue food truck that, that it's all free. You know what I mean? You just walk so up and tell me what he really enjoyed, he really enjoyed I mean, being married. Is that what you're he saying? has got, well, he's got, I mean, it's worked out for him. It's worked out for him. But <laughs> his, 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 so I go from that, right, with the, the, the you know, some political people there mayor of our, our, our town there, the, not my town, but his town. You know, there's some people there, right? Yeah. No, I got to get my old Chevy and tear ass out of there. Exhaust is hanging off of it. So <laughs> and because I didn't have a chance to get it welded up the other day because I don't drive it that much. It's the first time I, it was hooked up my gooseneck and I had to, for the last two weeks and I had to unhook it to take it, you know, to, to drive it. So get my daughter, get my, you know, get it just the, the, where I'm going with this. Boom. I'm transformed back to the 80s in a big 50 by 60 10 shed building with a couple patio heaters going, some <laughs> rednecks bending guitar strings, a, you know, big homemade smoker that started life as a fuel barrel that they turned into a smoker that, that, and people passing mason jars with stuff in them. The only thing I can recognize is a lot of them had lemon or peach or something in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just Carhartt coats and walking outside and just taking a leak. It's it's jacked up diesel trucks all around. Of course, I got I pulled it an old faithful. So so and then they so said, you, what fit took right you, so you fit right in. You fit right in. What took you so long? And then my boy Tard has got to pop off and say. Because my cousin asked me, because they always make fun of this this flame blue Ford I drive. Where's the Ford at? And Charlie's got to go, it broke down. And they go, oh, you told you, you got to get a Chevy. You got to drive Chevy. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm going to send you some videos later. I almost videoed you one. Just smoke. You know, it was, it was, it was just a deal. You know what I mean? It was just a deal. And, uh, isn't that, cra- isn't that crazy? You went from a million dollar house to a million dollar brand new Probably, house being yes, built yes. Uh-huh. to a to giant, giant to pristine a, to property. A, yeah. To just on a when I say gravel road, dude, we're seventy five feet from the gravel road. This shed is built right on the gravel road. So, so John Q. Citizen can drive through. You know. It's just, you're just out in the country, right? Out in the country. I'll tell you how redneck is. And I know you got a shed. Okay, so when I send you pictures of this shed, it doesn't look like nothing your shed. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. It does not look like your shed. Uh, anyway, these guys, so there were some people playing guitars and stuff. And I tried to get my daughter to play, and they wouldn't. And, and I tried to get my son to play, and he wouldn't. And. Of course, I told him my son even had a banjo. Why didn't you bring it? And he he don't, you know. Anyhow, so then we <laughs> stayed around there till I don't know how long. And all of a sudden, my son says, "Dad, you got any money?" But I don't know why. And he goes, "We're on the field of screams." 
Ooh. And I said, okay. what's that? And he goes, well, it's a haunted maze. It's a corn maze. Did you know? Yeah. So you know what it is. Well, I could, I could, yeah, I could, yeah. We got a corn maze around here. Yeah. So, and I was like, and he had brought some clothes with him because a lot of times when we end up over there, he just spends the night. You know, he just stays because he's got my cousin's kids. I guess it would be his second cousins or whatever they are. You know what I mean? He usually just stays a couple of days and they ride horses and shoot guns and do whatever they do. And, but he's about to get in the suburban with my son, with my cousin's oldest daughter, who's a school teacher, but she's only 22 or 23. And she's going to take a half a dozen of these kids. And I said, hold on a second. Let me go talk. So I said, where are you going to feel the streets? Where's that Taos? Well, Taos is my actual hometown where I grew up. So then, of course, then my daughter wanted to go. So, well, you know, what's funny is at the football game, I had like, I think I had walked in with four 20s and I broke one. Okay. So I had like three 20s, a five and some other stuff. So when my wife was leaving, when I was going to move the safe, we were splitting up at the football game. She says, you got any money? And I said, yeah. So I pulled out my billfold. And I handed her all that money, 68 bucks, whatever I had, 78 bucks, whatever it was. And, and she gave me back a five, one $5 bill. After the football game? Yeah, at, at the football game, when I came back from concessions, <laughs> okay, I walked in the football game with 420s. I walked out of the football game with a $5 bill. <laughs> and I got, I got a bag of popcorn and I think of Coke. With that five dollar bill, or no, with the twenty, that's what broke my four twenties. Okay, so I had three okay. full twenties and a chain. Okay. okay, but all that's to say is I knew when I got my daughter and my son needing money to go to Field Streams that I'm on a dirt, gra- I'm on a gravel road, eight miles out of town, with one five dollar bill. <laughs> and how how did that how that end up? So I told my, I told them, I said, well, I've got to, I'm going to have to follow you so I can get some, I'll get some money. You know what I mean? I'll follow you. And I said, and we'll just go home from there because that's, that's halfway home, right? It's 30 miles from where we were standing, but it's 30 miles in the direction that I live. So we, of course, then my daughter did a bait and switch and she got in the suburban and my son had to get in the truck with me. I originally wanted my daughter to ride with me because I promised my wife I would not let my daughter out of my sides. And uh, my daughter jumped in a suburban with all these cousins and and a couple other boys. I don't know who they were, but anyway, nothing here or there. My son's in the truck ragging on me about how he lost his suburban seat. And I follow him to town. Of course, the first thing they got to do is go get gas, which is good because and I don't need gas because I filled up before, but I was able to walk up and get between the cherry masters and the illegal gambling machines and get four twenties again. So <laughs> now mind you, I've been up what? <laughs> Just <laughs> you know, you told me before we got on the show that nothing happened this weekend. And now nothing did. I don't know. <laughs> you wanted to know, and I'm just talking to all this just just I don't want some shit, but it's so I get some four twenties in between the illegal gamblers. I walked up to the counter and bought another Powerball ticket just in case I would win. 
it would help me along in some things I've got going. And uh, so then I follow these, huh? Doesn't that, so let me, when you when you get to some place that you normally wouldn't be and they're selling lottery tickets, does that, ur- that urge comes over you, doesn't it? it says, yes, are you, know, you the same day, did we talk about it? What's that? I always buy, I rarely buy my Powerball tickets here where I live. Yeah, it's. A, but if, I always, but I always feel road, like if I'm, I always feel like if I'm somewhere that I wouldn't normally be, and they're selling lottery tickets, that it's a sign from God that I need to, need to. Yes, I'm, well, I'm there and I need to buy a lottery ticket. I'm actually more tactical. If I win like this Powerball, Missouri's one of them states where you really can't hide that good if they're going to pay you in the lottery. It's not like Nebraska where you could claim it anonymous yeah. for some reason. Okay. Yeah. But that way, when people call me and say, dude, didn't you, you just win $100 million. I'd say, no, that's somebody else. That's that dude up by St. Charles. I guess another dude just got no, another Jeff up here at St. Charles. Lucky guy. <laughs> well, that's my whole reason for, for doing it somewhere else. For doing it somewhere. I just, I just always feel like maybe it's a sign that, hey, you're at this out-of-the-way you know, three counties over, a uh, hole in the wall, place that sells bait and uh, lottery tickets and has a pot of coffee in the back corner. And you know what? I don't know why I'm here, but I'm going to buy a lottery ticket while I'm here. There you have Because it. there's no other reason for me to be here. Because I'm not buying bait and I'm not buying their coffee. So I must be here to buy a lottery ticket. So I, I, I just do it. Now, very seldom does God answer that. <laughs> you mean you have won the big one? I have, I have not won the big one, but I, but I do. I will say this: there's a gas station up in Tiffin, Ohio. that's attached to a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, and I'm Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin' Donuts. I, it's not that I love. I don't love the donuts. I love the coffee because I lived on the East Coast for a short time, and I mean, you just got. To where that became part of your life, Dunkin' Donuts, if you live in Massachusetts. Right. And so here's this Dunkin' Donuts in this small town. I mean, it is really out in the middle of nowhere when you think of um, towns in Ohio. I mean, right. it's just out there. It's like, I mean, there's more, there's hardly any Dunkin' Donuts in Columbus, but there's one in Tiffin, Ohio. So anyways, and I have to do some business up in Tiffin every now and then. So I always, when I go do uh, the business I got to do, I uh, stop by that Dunkin' Donuts, get a coffee, and then I always buy a lottery ticket there. Because I figure God put this Dunkin' Donuts attached to this gas station for a reason, right? I mean, there's no, I would never go to this gas station if it wasn't for this Dunkin' Donuts. And I have won over the course of maybe four years. Three different times, $500 on a scratch-off ticket from that gas station because I stopped there for Dunkin' Donuts. So, I don't know what that means, but I'll keep buying them. (music) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I know. I I I can't I can't think of a reason not to. And the coffee's yeah. good. Hey, I like the coffee. Well, there you uh, have it. You know what I'm saying? There you um, you, you um you know, you mentioned uh, going to a high school high school football game and I uh I walked into uh I got into work this morning, you know, it's Monday morning at the post office and it's crappy anyway. But we got this um my, the postmaster's a big Dallas Cowboys fan. All right. And so he's got this, uh, he's, he's, he's moaning and griping. Apparently the Cowboys lost last night. And, they did you know, not watch been, part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and you know, they're starting this guy because they're starting quarterbacks hurt. Mm-hmm. And this is backup quarterback. And he's won like what, four games in a row. Yeah. He's done game. pretty good job. Yeah. So he's complaining that he missed backup a wide. Guy? Cooper Rush or whatever, right? Yeah, you, you mean your guy's complaining that the back. Yeah, the postmaster's complaining because he missed a pass last night in the game that would have beat or would have got him close to beating the Eagles, who I think are undefeated. Okay. And he's like, oh my gosh. And here's where it gets me. These Joe Schmo everyday guys sitting behind a desk or they're, you know, they're fa- they're just fans, they're armchair court. I could throw. I could make that throw. I could make that throw. That's, That's only what he's 30. saying. He's saying I could make that throw. This other guy in the post office could make that throw. And I said, "Well, I step out because I'm just like, okay, I gotta, you know, it's an opportunity to set the young guy straight, right?" And I said, "Well, number one, there's a reason he's a backup quarterback in the NFL. Okay, he could win the next 12 games, and when 
Dak Prescott comes back, he's going to be the starter. This guy is a backup. There's a reason why. And I go, and you could not make that throw on the field, in pads, with a helmet, trying to avoid the Philadelphia Eagles rush. That's the hard part, right? The making uh, yes. the call is not too bad. The five brothers that weigh 12 or 1,300 pounds collectively. That are so fast. Yeah. Yes, beyond fast, right? That are, that are so fast. Yeah. That are it's, almost like a bowling ball fast. And the difference is you don't have a 55 feet or whatever a bowling lane is. You've got about six feet to decide whether they're going to get you or not. I know. I know. And I just, and, and I know maybe I'm nitpicking, maybe it was a Monday morning, but it just, it just gets to me when people start complaining about professional athletes that I could do that, or why can't he hit a fastball, or why can't he do this, or why can't he do that, or you know, why can't he make every single three-point shot he takes? You know, you can't make every three-point shot you take if nobody's guarding you, let alone when the best athletes in the world are guarding you. You know, and it and it it just I I just had to say something, and because and and it, you know back I don't know it's been a while we had these guys. There's the one guy in the in the postmaster when he was young first start. They used to go play tackle football in the park on Sundays, and um, they'd get after. It. I mean, I was probably 40 years old at the time. Why don't you come down and play tackle football with us? Man, we'll show you. We'll light you up, man. We'll light you up. And I said, well, number one, I I am not going to go play tackle. My tackling football days are over. And uh, and if one of you knuckleheads takes my knee out, then I can't work. And I said, well, and I got nothing to prove to you. Oh, you're chicken. You're chicken. We, you're just lucky you don't come out there. We were just like, you should see what we do to these other guys. I'm like, you know, those other guys are also, when you take a break, leaning against the tree, smoking a Marlboro Red and, uh, you know, drinking a, a Miller Lite. I go, so, you know, it, it just blows my mind. I'm like, you guys don't even know what you're talking about. You know, they think they're professional football players because they go out and tackle, um, you know, Slim from around the corner who's wearing blue jeans and untied, you know, Nikes. And uh, a rolled up, his sweatshirt rolled up to his elbows. And apparently he's an NFL running back, professional running back. And because they could tackle him, then they're, you know, they're pros. I'm like, boy, oh boy. I just, it just irritates, just irritates me. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And I just want to remind him, like, look, I wasn't always 40 years old. Okay. Let's just get that straight. You guys are 25 you know, years old, I'm 40. Yeah. You, you know, maybe you can get the best of me once, but you know, if we were, if this was on an even playing field, it wouldn't be, if we were the same age, you, you know, you'd be picking your teeth up out of the grass. Well, I, you know, I had not, not this conversation, but I, I was invited to a dinner meeting uh, last week. Uh, and I'm with a bunch of strangers. I barely know one person in this entire thing. Okay. And oh, I haven't talked since then, have I? No. I don't even know what day it is. Okay. So I don't even know how to tell you the whole backstory. So just, just leave it this. I was being courted. I was being courted for a job. And <clears throat> this guy says, Hey, 
I want you, we're having a dinner meeting. I want you to come to, we're having a meeting and I want you to go to it. And, and I thought it was going to be like, uh, you know, in a restaurant or a convention center. Is this the same like guy that, that told you he'd call you early last week and it was Friday? When he called yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So I find myself in mean nosy and I'm very judgmental. I'm going to tell you that right now. I won't say anything, but. So he said, well, it's actually at a dude's house. Be there at 630. Here's the address. So, you know, of course, the first thing I do is, you know, Google up his look address. Up, yeah, look up the yeah. house. Of course. Just, just why not, right? You know, yeah. and of course, just compare this estimate to the house. You know, let's just see what I'm <laughs> dealing with here. It's three, $3.5 million. Now, I know this estimate is not sometimes overestimated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but how far overestimated could it be? <laughs> I don't know, couple, but a couple hundred thousand. Different. So anyway, so I find myself up there, surrounded by people. Um, that are different than me in a lot of ways. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. And there was the dude that invited me and another guy that I had that had reached out to me prior. He was a former cop. Former Marine, former cop. So when I walked in, I walked in, I got there right on time, and the dude who invited me wasn't there. So I had to call, I had to, you know what I mean? I, I, so I didn't know that he wasn't there until I got in the house and he wasn't there yet. So now I've, I've walked in these people that, that I don't know. Anybody. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know anybody. Right. I don't know nothing. So I knew that one dude that had been a cop and he wanted to tell cop stories. Before he got into corporate America. So I worked my way around this table and got to him. And one thing led to another. We got out on the patio with the dude that owned the house. And he was out there grilling and stuff because he had some food catered. But then he was he was putting some steaks on. And it was a big deal. But all that's to say is this. I'm sitting in his lawn chair. Dude sitting next to me. So I was in the Marine Corps for 12 years. And he was a SWAT cop and a whole bunch of other crap. And he's still, you know, he's probably in his early 40s. And he still looks like he could put it on somebody, right? I mean, yeah. he's still, he's not real big. He's probably only 5'11", 195 or whatever. But he, but you could just tell. And then some people, and he knew ever, he knew most people there, right? Because he works with the corporate side. So next thing you know, I'm sitting down and these two or three dudes are, half of which are attorneys, right? So, so they end up being 17 at the next meeting. The next day, they end up being 17 of us. I was number 18, so it was me and 70 people. And there was eight of them were attorneys, a couple of them were engineers, one of them was an accountant, one of them was an economist. Um, so they're like super bright people. But what they want to gravitate to is uh, how crappy the Cardinals were. <laughs> yeah. It was the Cardinals, and then it, it football came in there. So that's what they want to talk about, sports. Because the dude, the Marine with me there, he's a big sports guy. So, so, um, in that process, I had to tell him, and I don't remember if it was who played last week. Well, the, the Cardinals, right? The Cardinals were playing. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if it was, well, I was going toward football more than that. Oh, but okay. I just said, hey, those guys are the best people in the world. And, then, you know, the best athletes in the world. And they're going, well, no, nah, they, they only won. X or their their record, and I said not as a team. I mean, but individually, when that dude's on the mound or he's across from you in that in that line or whatever, 
He may even play for the Cleveland Browns, but in some capacity, he's in the top couple hundred athletes in the world, right? Oh, yeah. Amen. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they yeah. were trying to process, and that segued into who's the best athletes in the world. And I said, the, the, just for total, I said the NBA players. Nah. NBA, if those NBA players went out on a football field, they'd get beat down, all that stuff. And I said, you know, probably not because most of those linemen couldn't keep up with NBA players. You know, I, you know, I firmly believe that they lie about the NBA players' uh, weight. That some of those guys are so much bigger than what than what they list them as, because I think it would blow people's like. There's no way Shaq weighs only 310 pounds. Yes, I think Shaq is mm-hmm. seven foot four hundred pounds, and I think you probably. If you, mm-hmm. If you listed him at seven foot four hundred pounds, most people would would look would at him like, yeah, they'd be like, well, but I think most most normal people would be like, that's not real. How could that be real? That's like a um, monster or something out there. But I don't care. You, seven foot four hundred pounds. I mean, he would destroy a lot of NFL football players. I mean, I. There's not a cornerback or a safety in the NFL that would really want to hit LeBron James going across the middle. Exactly. Because LeBron James is 6'8", and they, he says he's 265. He's got to be 290. Good gosh. He's, I mean, he's all muscle. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, um, I, I don't know. I, just, I, I find it silly that people complain about um, yes, yeah, so so that's where I was going with that. Is 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 everybody seems to know everything about sports, man? Right. I know that it's or, never played. Athlete without the, well, it's not just play. It's having physical physical contact with an opposing person, right? You you, you know what I mean with an opposing person. Yeah. Whether that be on the football field, the baseball field, the basketball field wrestling, you know what I mean? Fist fight, right? Yeah, they do not exactly. realize what <laughs> That's, they just don't realize no, that, they that, that you know, and most of the people like one of these guys was a little bitty gay guy and, and not that I don't have anything about little bitty gay guys, but I'm like, dude, you can't even carry that dude's pads in the, you couldn't carry his fucking <laughs> gym bag to the bus and you're talking shit about how terrible he is. And that was some of the. I said some of those baseball players are are giants. Oh my gosh, Aaron Judge. Yes, it's like six. But the yes. skill, the skill that baseball players have. Okay. Um. So I'm so I'm into it right now tonight. Game five, Yankees Indians. I've you know it's the most baseball I've got to watch. Or Guardians. Right. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the Guardians. But Jose Ramirez who's one of the best players in the in major league baseball came up the other night, last night chance to, if he got a hit could have tied the game or uh, got him within a run. And the guy pitching made him look so stupid on the last pitch that he threw him that I just thought, what would a, what would a normal person do? You couldn't. You you wouldn't you wouldn't even even know it. You'd be waiting for the pitch, and then it went by you. <laughs> you know, and uh, 
so yeah, I find it silly to, for people like, oh, I got only hits two twenty. Well, two twenty is uh, two hundred and twenty points higher than I would hit because well, I, you couldn't even nick the ball. You know. Well, and I had a dude, and I don't know for sure or not, but he told me that they had to. They decided because it's seventy seven feet right from the mound to the sixty sixty feet six inches. Well, at sixty miles an hour, I'm sorry. At 55 miles an hour, a car is going. I'm trying to remember, I used to remember 66 feet a second. Yeah. So at 100, so basically it's only taking a half a second or three quarters of a second. So this dude was telling me that you had to, you had to process, you had to start swinging the instant that that ball left his hand. So those guys have to try to decide it's a high. It's you know what I mean. And, 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 and adjust that bat mid-swing for that ball, up, down, slow, fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they're behind it. And I say, yeah, you don't, you don't have a chance. Right, because it's done went by you. Yeah, you don't have a chance. No. Nope. Nope. So, <clears throat> and now all of, our, all of our male listeners are like, oh, yeah, you know, they're all in agreement about sports. And the female listeners are like, what are you guys talking about sports for? But I got. Uh, yes, I don't know. I don't know how we even got in there. <laughs> but but so I want to tell you about a guy. Not about sports. So for all, because I think a certain a certain amount of our fans are probably country music fans. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I think we hit that demographic. Yeah, okay. probably. So I want everybody that loves country music, and is on Facebook, to go check out this guy. His name is Bo Hazard. B-O, Bo Hazard, as in Hazard County. Mm-hmm. Some guy that, you know, my our buddy Wade found, and he sings traditional country, like, you know, I say traditional. Mm-hmm. He does some David stuff, Conway, Tw- but he does, like, covers of, uh, puts up videos and stuff of him doing covers. Excellent singer. He did uh, He did a song of ours last week. That uh, Wade said called called wine a little, and so he did it. He put it up and, and got a. I mean, over ten thousand views already on Facebook after like one day. You know, hundreds of comments. So I mean, the guys guys one of those unknown guys that people are just starting to discover. And uh, he uh, he did one. I think he's going to do another one of our songs and put it up there. But uh, I just wanted everybody that uh, is a real country country fan go check him out. He's pretty good. You know, because I feel we're all friends, right? And I, you would hope, right? Yeah, we're all friends. And I just want to recommend somebody that I like. That I think maybe, you know, somebody else like. No harm in that, right? So that's right. So we. So what? So next week will be our will be our Halloween show, basically. Okay. Right. Yeah. Next next Wednesday will be our Halloween show. Yeah, might as well so, be. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we might have a guest who has Great. some. Uh, we might have a guest who has some, maybe some ghost stories to share. Oh. So, do we? I don't think we have. I don't have any more ghost stories that anybody's heard of. Do you? I don't have any ghost stories, or not that I can speak of. Right now, I'm trying to think. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing from your brother from beyond the grave, other than. Uh, you know, he came to me the night in his sleep, and he was laughing. And I don't know why he what what was going on, but he was laughing. 
And 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 I could only surmise that meant that was telling me he was okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like you had a dream about him and you Yes. And and it was it was it was he was in his living room telling the story and it was he was laughing. So mm-hmm. he would have this laugh, you know, when we would he just he would just anyway, he just had this laugh and it was his it was a laugh and, and I don't know if I was is because I was thinking about it because because my brother and my nephew had been over there to his house a couple of weeks prior a month prior to his death and he was telling the story about some squirrels up in his attic and he had to go evict them and and <laughs> it was dangerous and different shit and and my brother little brother had told me uh that he recorded it. he wanted to see it me to see it but then he got a new phone he didn't have his thing backed up he dropped his phone and busted he just went into at they gave him a new phone anyway he wasn't he's he was trying frantically the week of his death to get those videos back you know what i'm saying oh so your brother was he was he was trying to get something for you before he died so you could see the videos no, my other brother my, oh, my brother okay. my other brother that was with me that always tended to my dying brother with me Okay. He right. went over there with his nephew that my brother, my dead brother, hadn't seen in a long time, and he was just telling stories, and he was just, he was just telling stories, you know. So my brother, my live brother, Jonathan, was just telling me all this shit, you know, Jamie was talking about or whatever, and 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 that made me. So I, you know, how those iPhones? Are, uh, he 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 was able to get about six seconds worth of. Of my brother leaning forward laughing, that's what I've got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, so you, and I don't know. I, do what? So you got a video of your brother laugh? Your right. So pet. my yes. Yeah, so so that's you know, and um, it's depressing because he's in bad shape. You know, what I mean, he's on his deathbed. Uh, but at the same time, you know, every once in a while, when something would really tickle him, he would forget he was sick, and it would you know what I mean? And he would laugh and carry on like. That makes sense. Yeah, of course. So anyway, it came to me in a dream of the night. So I've just, I've, he must have was thanking me for dumping whiskey on his grave or something. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, we'll get. Uh, yeah, Halloween's here. He might haunt the shit out of me next week. I don't know. Let's let's hope. Let's put it out there. Maybe maybe you'll have a good story about him showing up. Maybe Wrong. we'll see. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our shadows.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.